take these diet pills, use this wrap, chug this magic shake, cook yourself boring separate meals from your family, do more cardio, eat less, cut out every food that you love. You just need more willpower and motivation. Misery is necessary. These are the messages that traditional dieting tell us. But the truth is, losing weight and getting fit doesn't have to be so damn hard, time-consuming, or draining. Seven years ago, I said, screw this, and I decided to go on a journey to find a better way. Now I'm in the best shape of my life after two kids, and I look and feel better in my 30s than I did in my 20s, and I have also helped save other moms from these old-school methods of weight loss and fitness. My mission is to help you break up with traditional dieting and fitness nonsense, to create a happy and sustainable healthy lifestyle, to strengthen your body and mind so that you can be the best version of yourself, to help you unleash your inner and outer strong mom. So throw out everything that you thought you knew about fitness and nutrition and come with an open mind. I'm Jessica May, fitness and nutrition coach for moms, and this is the Mom is the New Strong Show. Hey there, strong moms. Welcome back to another episode. And today I have something very personal that I want to share with you. I'm here to be vulnerable, transparent, and share with, share with you what's on my heart because I have decided that I am going to get my eight-year-old breast implants removed. And I'm going to share with you all why. And at this point, I want you to know that if you have implants or you're thinking about getting implants, that this episode is not meant to scare you. It's not meant to make you feel bad or guilty or make me appear appear superior in any way for the decision that I have made. And I completely understand if you're not ready to hear something like this, um, because I wasn't, you know, five, six, four (laughs) months ago. And if that's you, I completely understand. And it's okay, you can turn this podcast off. But if you are interested to know why I have decided to do this after some or as somebody that for so long has been an advocate for breast implants as far as how um, they have made me feel about myself. And yeah, um, if you would have asked me five maybe not even four months ago, how I felt about my breast implants. And if I recommended them, I would have said, yeah, I would have said it was a great decision that I love the way I looked. It made me feel more feminine and, you know, that we as women have a right to feel sexy and all of these other great things. But now I can't know what I know and I feel differently about them. And that's why I've made this decision. And I'm going to share with y'all why I have made this decision and hopefully, you know, and take it for what it is. And I am sorry if at one point in time, you know, I told you that implants were amazing and great, and not knowing fully what was all entailed, and being, you know, just pretty much be naive about the risk or the other things that have been associated with breast implant, especially now that breast implant illness is becoming more of a thing that we're hearing about. And I have known about this for a year. I didn't know what it all entailed. I knew that it was a thing, but I never did research. And to be completely honest, because I think deep down, I knew once I did the research and I found out that it would would, uh, put me in a position where I felt like it was compromising my health values 
and I probably would feel different about my implants and I haven't been ready for that. I haven't, to be completely honest. I really didn't want to know I, because I knew you can't go back once you know something, right? And it's always going to be there. And because of all this, I have decided this is the, the, one of the biggest deciding factors of why, because I want to stand in full integrity of uh, what I stand for, you know, as far as my health values and as far as the self-love that I um, inspire or try to inspire other women to do. And I want to be an example of that. And knowing what I know now and how I feel about it, if I keep these implants in, I'm not going to be in integrity with my values. And I feel like it's my responsibility to myself and to the platform that I hold that I don't need to have these anymore. So let me share this with you. Let's kind of dive in about why this all, how this all started, because it's been fairly quickly that I've made the decision. It didn't, it wasn't hard to make the decision once I have learned what I've learned and share with you why I think that I might have breast implant illness. I'm not saying that everybody will have an adverse effect per se for from breast implants or who's to say when those effects might happen, you know, because I've had these for eight years. And I just feel like over the past two years is when symptoms, more weird symptoms have popped up, things have increased, and I'm to the point now where the risk is not worth it. I had no idea that breast implants could cause these kind of symptoms. So I never thought to think of that to look into my breast implants. So I was thinking that it was this or that. Oh, I was blaming it. Oh, on pregnancy. Oh, on, I'm working out too hard. Oh, um, I'm having hormonal issues. Oh, this or that. Like I was blaming it on all these other things because I didn't know how to pinpoint. But as somebody that lives a healthy lifestyle and takes care of themselves, I feel like I shouldn't be having these issues, that these things are pretty avoidable. So there has to be an underlining cause of this. And just recently, I went and had blood work done for all kinds of things and nothing came back wrong. I don't have any kind of autoimmune disorders or um, any hormonal problems. Everything came back normal. So why is this happening? Why am I having issues like this? So just to backtrack, last week, February 13th was Breast Implant Awareness Day. And this is kind of how this started. So I was on Instagram and I was seeing posts and this woman was explaining how these symptoms that she had went away after she explanted. It turns out some of those symptoms were things that I struggled with and it made me go, whoa, okay, maybe it's time that I need to suck it up and, you know, research more about breast implants just to know, you know, just to educate myself because as somebody, like I said, that is an advocate for health, I think I need to know. And as somebody that, especially as somebody that owns breast implants, I think it's time to know, you know, Jessica, stop being naive, stop brushing it under the table that there is no risk that or possible risk that could be with these implants. And to be completely honest, when I got these implants, I was very young. This was before I even cared about my health. And sadly to say, if somebody would have told me what I'm going to share with y'all today, I don't even know if it would have changed my mind, which is really sad to admit, but I'm being completely honest. I wanted them that bad. You know, as somebody uh, that in junior high, growing up as a young woman, 
saw everybody, all her friends develop, everybody around her developed. I've never developed boobs. Like I've really felt like there was something wrong with me because I truly didn't. I couldn't, I can't even feel or couldn't even fill an A cup. It was really embarrassing. You know, it was embarrassing trying to wear low cut or sexy shirts and bending over and people telling you, uh, my mom would do this all the time. She's like, pull your shirt up you know, stand up because I can see right down your bra to your nipple because I couldn't feel the, the, um, I couldn't feel the bra. So if I bent over, it was just empty space and you can see my whole chest. And so it was, it was really embarrassing and I wanted them for a long time and I loved them. (laughs) I did. I loved them for a long time, but you know, things have changed. And I think by having them, I have grown you know, past that vainness um, and all those insecurities, because honestly, it was just me not loving myself. I had a lot of insecurities within myself. And I think I've passed that now. I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready to take the biggest, biggest lesson of self-love and, you know, uh, and practice that I will ever take, because this is really uh, an issue for me. Um, and, uh, you know, really the biggest insecurity of my life coming back is what it's going to be when I take these out. And I'm ready for that. So I'm going to share with you all today, you know, some of the symptoms that I've been having. And just take this for what it is, you know, take with it what you think. I'm not saying that breast implant illness is necessarily all my problems. I'm not saying that's the problems of all these women um, or that it's every problem, right? Like who's to say like some of these might be and some of them might not. But from all the stories I've read, it's there is a connection. I mean, there's tons of women I've read their stories and they have gone from bedridden, you know, with all these crazy uh, autoimmune symptoms, their body basically feeling like they're dying and shutting down. And once they get the, once they get these implants out, that all these things start to reverse. And so you can't, you can't say that there's not some truth to this. Also, you know, when, when they are taking implants out, this is what kind of alarmed me too, is um, saline implants have been known to have faulty valves now. And that means things go in and out. That means mold will create um, and toxic toxins, you know, create toxins in your body. There have been, you. some women have gotten their implants out and they have not been ruptured, but they are full with mold inside them and all kinds of other things, bacteria and things that you don't want. And you can't say that that's not affecting your body or who's to say how that would affect your body if something like that was to rupture, which is another reason I thought, um, I mean, I don't want my saline implants. And at the time I was told that saline was more safe than silicone, but turns out that saline implants have a silicone shell. So that's another thing I wanted to talk about. So this part, I'm going to do this journey in parts is just my realization of why I want to get my breast implants out. The next phase that I'm going to share with you guys is I um, have a consult on the March 12th and I'm taking a heavy metals test that um, I should have the results back by the time I do the consult. So that is the next phase. And then of course, I will continue to share my journey as I go through with the actual explant and afterwards. So let's get to the symptoms I'm having. And just so maybe you can relate. And the one thing that has gotten, some of these have gotten worse over time. And then some of these have just started popping up. I've always, for since Millie was born to, well, no, she's three years now. um, I've been getting like tingling and numbing in my arms and my hands. And now it's to the point where it's waking me up at night. And 
um, you know, depending on what side I'm laying on, that arm's going to have more issues. I thought it was carpal tunnel at first. It's not. I've been told it's not by a doctor. Um, I am now getting joint pain, especially in my hands. And I have been for a while in my elbows and a little bit in my knees. And that seems to be getting worse. Swollen hands and feet when waking up. That's just started about a couple of weeks or so ago. Um, I feel like my body is obviously inflamed. I have random night sweats. I wake up and I'm like sweating um, the sheets. <laughs> I have reoccurring yeast infections. Um, there was for like last year for six months, maybe more that every month I had a yeast infection. Those have kind of been now every other um, every other month I have brain fog and memory loss. And that's something I've just thought, oh, that's just my personality. Like I haven't been thinking much about it, but these are all, all these symptoms I'm sharing with you are also, if you look up breast implant illness are, have been associated with that. And there's actually a website I recommend. It's called breastimplantillness.com where you can get more information if you want. Back pain is something shortness of breath. Um, this has been something I think is getting worse. I feel like uh, I, whenever I exercise, even if I'm just lifting, I'm breathing a lot, like breathing heavy, shallow, more shallow. It's hard to take a deeper breath. And the other day was last week. And this is before I even knew about breast implant illness. So guys, I've been having these symptoms for a while. It's not like I read it and then it's all in my head. Uh, because that's what my husband thought at first, because I'm not somebody that complains and I'm somebody that toughs through things and I don't want to feel dis like tired on the couch or I don't allow myself to slow down because I like my routine and I'm hard headed. So he didn't even realize I was struggling with a lot of these things because I just don't like to complain. So he thought when I read all this, he's like, oh, you're just being paranoid in this and that. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I just don't, I haven't really told you these things because I'm not going to sit here and complain like, <laughs> you know, what is that going to do for me? So anyways, going back to this headaches, that's becoming more of a thing and feeling like I'm getting the flu and the cold, which I did get the flu this year. Um, and I did a couple of years ago for the first time. I always had a good immune system. I never get sick. And lately this year, this is when this has ha started happening. And um, I told and, and I didn't really realize it was until I read the symptoms and I thought about what kind of symptoms I've been having. But there's days where I feel like I'm getting sick, you know, like the body aches, like you're about to get a fever, you got the headache, and you're just so tired and worn out and fatigued. And I've been having days like that. It's weird. I, I might wake up fine. And then later in the day, it happens. And then I'm like on the couch or I need to take a nap. And then the next day I'm fine. It's like, it's like I'm trying to come down with a cold or a flu, but I never fully come down with it. And then I'm fine. And then the next day I'm fine. So I just don't think anything of it. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, well, I just must be tired, you know, which is some not like me. I've never been somebody that takes naps or likes naps or needs naps. I shouldn't be like that <laughs> for, um, you know, living a healthier lifestyle. The next thing is IBS. This is something that happened, started happening about a year and a half ago. It was before we moved to, right before we moved from Fort Worth. Um, and I was, ha I started having IBS symptoms and I was having, like, this is probably TMI, but um, it was like hard to control myself. Like, you know, and, and that's embarrassing. I was having mucus in my stools. I, um, let's see, what was I having uh, as far as IBS? That was pretty much the majority of it. Oh, bloating, really bad bloating. And guys, there's some of these things that I have been able to manage with like 
uh, uh, healthy supplements and things like that. And now I'm noticing some of these things that at one time I was, I'm, was able to control with supplements and ch- dietary, more dietary tone and changes and things like that are just not not e- as easy to control anymore. Like it's not working anymore, um, which that's the IBS. So I've been a lot of, I've been really bloated a lot lately uh, regardless of what I do uh, too. Fatigue and weakness, I kind of talked about that. I've noticed it's weird. I have good and bad days, I guess you can say. And it seems like the more of the bad days are happening where I don't feel my best. So some days I can go in the gym and I feel really good and I feel strong and I can lift what I usually lift. And then some days I go in and I'm just like, I can't, like, I'm not feeling it. I'm tired. Um, I'm feeling like my muscles are weak. And so it's kind of weird how I've been going back and forth with like that without having any really reason of why. Um, Irritability, food intolerance. I've noticed like things that like, are bloating me that should not be bloating me or that at one time weren't blo- making me bloated a metallic taste in my mouth I've been having that for a long time off and on like for years and I never thought anything of it <laughs> I just like I don't know maybe it's I don't know it's, it's funny how I'm looking back and like why didn't I think more into this but I've had a metallic taste that comes and goes in my mouth I've had severe PMS where it's like the it the uh, week before it's like I have uh, like I'm almost getting into a depression I don't want to get out of bed or do anything Uh, nausea is something that just started happening throughout the day Uh, every once in a while like yesterday I started getting really nauseous where I felt like you know like where you're feeling like you're gonna gag and throw up and so I was feeling like that I was like what the hell is going on and then I felt like that in the morning and then about two to three, I started feeling like I was getting sick and my headache and I was tired and um, I took, I popped some Tylenol, which I'm not one to be popping stuff like that. And then I kind of just relaxed a little bit and it got better, but it's just like, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be feeling like that, especially when I'm um, eating healthy and I'm taking care of myself. Um, And then sometimes I'm feeling lightheaded. And I had this issue and some of these things also got worse like during pregnancy, I feel like. And it makes sense because I didn't realize like your immune system is actually really compromised when you're pregnant. It's a lot on your immune system. So it makes sense that things would show up um, if your immune system is more taxed. So anyway, so those are some things having all those have been related to breast implant illness. I have no idea. I, I can't, who's to say, you know, for sure, the only way I'm going to know is when I get them out and I am totally willing to take that risk um, and then go from there. But I think it's it's ready. I, I think I'm ready to get them out. And I hope that if you're listening to this, that, you know, please um, <laughs> don't be uh, taking into any offense. If, if, like I said, if you have breast implants, I had them for eight years. Um and I don't feel like I had problems the whole time, but also looking back, it's kind of odd that when I did um, have a lot of health issues, it was the year after I got them. And that's when I did reach out to a naturopathic doctor and I decided to start my own health journey. And at this point, who's to know that because of the healthier lifestyle that I've chosen, I've been, I've been able to keep things at bay. I've been able to um, keep boost my immune system up enough to handle the issues that I was having who's to say who's to know I mean a lot of these things are speculation and um you know take it for what it is another reason I have decided to get my implants out is I didn't realize that 
they have a sh- that they have a uh, or that they're not lifetime devices. My doctor, when I got them in, said the only reason I would have to exchange them is if they ruptured, or if I had complications like the implant was to get hard or shift or something like that. That's not true. They're saying that you re- they recommend getting them replaced every ten years. Turns out your body does break them down and. The longer you've had them, the higher the risk of a rupture. And knowing now, especially that saline implants can be moldy and they have found that because of faulty valves on the implant, I don't want to take the risk of something to say that what if I do have moldy implants and they were to rupture, um, that would be horrible and that would wreak so much havoc on my health. So I don't want to take that risk either. And I don't want to be spending all this money every 10 or so years to get these implants replaced. Um, And surgery is a big deal. I don't want to be doing that as I get older. Uh, I don't think it's worth the financial burden on my family. Um, That's another reason. And so, yeah, so those are my health reasons. And um, I guess go ahead and stay tuned with me as I go through this journey and I share more with you guys. I don't even have any idea of when I am going to share this part one in because I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know how you guys are going to react. I hope you guys will um, know that I'm coming in full uh, transparency, full love and integrity. And I am not jumping on this bandwagon. I know breast implant illness is a really big deal right now. And it's it's really circling social media a lot. And I don't want you guys to think that I'm just jumping on this bandwagon. I'm doing this to get attention or to get more followers or more people to listen to me. Like, um, I could give a shit less about that. I mean, I do care about that. I I care about people, um, spreading my message and inspiring others, but I would never do that or do something in a very, um, I guess in a way that is not uh, honest. I would never do that. Um, I want you to know that I truly care about everybody. And I also apologize to anybody that feels that maybe at one point in time, I uh, told them that implants were awesome and amazing. And now I am saying otherwise. And I hope you can accept my apology for um, not doing my my due diligence as an health advocate to research these further before I gave an opinion on them. And I apologize for that. Um, but yeah, I don't know what else to say. I guess I will see you in part two of this journey. I'll let you know how the consult goes with the doctor and how uh, my heavy metals test goes. I don't know if you're my, my son. I'm, I'm recording this in the morning and my kids just woke up and he was telling you guys bye. So I will leave you guys with that. Also, if this is something you want to learn more about, I didn't share everything that I learned. Um, also, there's a lot of good resources out there that I can share with you that gave uh, helped me to reach this conclusion. Or if you just want to ask me some more questions or share with me maybe your story or your journey, if this is something that you're struggling with or have struggled with, I would really love to hear from you. You can hit me up on Facebook. My name is Jessica Nicole May or Mom is the New Strong. And also on Instagram, I am Mom is New Strong. And my email is Jess, J E S S, at momisthenewstrong.com. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Mom is New Strong podcast. If you found this helpful or enjoyed the show, please leave me a review and tell me about it. I'd love to hear from you. 
Also, if you want to get started, go over to momisthenewstrong.com forward slash free meal plan to download your one week meal plan that will help you kickstart fat loss and promote lean muscle, plus help you save five hours around meal planning all while eating healthy with your family. Until next time, go out there and be the strong mom that you are.